I, I have a better idea for a flavor item for Rillandune. It, it could be, you know, um, Neil Diamond has a tendency of wearing these really gouty blouse shirts, you know? Um, they, they could make a piece of armor and, you know, have it have unique, unique um, graphic on it and make it appear as if you're Neil Diamond. You know, just wearing that gouty <laughs> shirt be amazing. <laughs> so anyways, be, before we really digress... This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 43. Reset this! Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait. wait a minute. What happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life. You wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 43 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Sunday, June 30th, and I am melting, um, but when I am in a solid form, I, I, I'm more commonly known as Nevik, but I am joined by my two co-joeys. How are you, Brazia? I am great. Good to be back. It's it's hot as Fresno right now here in Sacramento. <laughs> well, may, maybe not really as hot as Fresno because poor poor people down in Fresno. It's way hotter down there. But oh boy, and Jen, it's it's really hot over there, right? It is. Yeah, we're going through a little heat wave out here on the Central Coast and uh, hit 102 yesterday. Which is like as hot as it's been in my town, and like it set a record. Yeah, so, that sounds like a record. Not for happy. Coast. Yeah, I like can't think straight from the heat. I'm not having heat stroke or anything, but this may not be my most eloquent podcast. Well, at least we didn't try to do a podcast yesterday because <laughs> I. That's when it was 102. You know? Yeah, and I may have gone outside and almost induced heat stroke by doing a ton of yard work around noon. That was not smart. Oh, no, not smart. Yeah, but I'm, at least I'm feeling good, and Lantonio is um, feeling a little, uh, well, let, let's just say he's he's uncomfortable right now. How are you, Lantonio? I'm stuffed. <laughs> Sirloin is good. I haven't had steak for a long time, and I just ate, just cleaned up. It's pretty sad when you feel like like you're gonna be sick just because you're standing up doing dishes and you're like, oh, oh, that's not good. Too much. Too much. That is too much food. Yeah. Now, were there other trimmings with with the sirloin, or is it just? You of course, just... pasta. I mean, my. Uh, oh my god, pasta and steak. Now that's pasta, that... steak, uh, scalloped potatoes. Oh my god, that's um, crazy. White wine, all of the works, everything. Was there a stomach pump to go along with that? Well, you know, there's a bathroom <laughs> close to the <laughs> kitchen, so. <laughs> but no, that's how I'm feeling. Not much difference. I'm glad we didn't record last night myself, and 
didn't feel too good either. I had a really bad headache. Not sure why. It couldn't have had nothing to do with going to a wedding Friday night, being extremely hungover. Oh, yeah. But oh, no. well, other maybe. than that, yeah. I mean, not a whole lot new in the real world. Same as always. So, in other words, we may actually have some live puke doctoring going on during the show tonight. Yeah, I can oh, even yeah. stream it now. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, well, let's get into what we've been up to. Um, So, Jen, um, (laughs) what have you been up to? Oh, my goodness. I have not had time to play, like, since last show. I really haven't. And I've been trying to, and I haven't, and it's been horrible. Um, I've got a lot of work, which I'm happy about, but a lot of deadlines sort of popped up all at once, and I was working on that, and I tend to work late at night mm-hmm. because I'm kind of nocturnal, and it's, you know, cooler when you're having the heat wave like we are. Um, <laughs> and we had a day where the power just went out for, um, well, the lights dimmed, so the lights kind of like did this dim, and we quickly shut off our computers, and then the lights went around 9.30 at night, and this was Sunday night, so seven days ago, I guess, from time of recording here and not it wasn't just our place that went out it was the entire mobile home park and it wasn't just the entire mobile home park it was the entire town of san luis obispo and it wasn't just the entire town of san luis obispo it was the entire freaking central coast of california Uh, (laughs) all of it the whole freaking thing went out and they had no idea for a while what on earth had caused it okay not a clue now we have a neighbor that has a police scanner and he was listening he wasn't getting much anything either and um so we're not too far from the uh, Diablo power plant. Really, that's its name. Honest to God, <laughs> Diablo Canyon power plant. Seriously, that's the name of it. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think I read something or heard something about the original Diablo game being inspired by the name of the Diablo Canyon out here or something. I may be wrong. It was like uh, Mount Diablo, really warm out. which is closer okay. to me. Because it's never mind then I'm just wrong. But it's it's <laughs> very 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 close. Well, I wouldn't say close, but it's similar enough that. It- yeah, and so we're we're standing here in the dark. <laughs> um, nobody has lights unless they have flashlights or candles or you know something like that. Nobody has an answer as to what's going on. Police scanners are pretty much not talking. Okay, um, we're hearing you know people are calling neighbors and calling family outside of this town to see. And Sean's sister called us and said. Her town was out, and so was the three towns nearby, and it just—it was the entire central coast for a really long time. Um, I'm looking at a—I'm looking at the uh, newspaper about it because I want to get the numbers right. It says it was a power outage that left 145,000 customers in the dark, <laughs> and oh um, we had no idea why. Like we didn't know if we were going to be evacuated because we didn't know if it was the power plant or you know just what you know what happened for a while we had no idea and while we're like standing in the dark outside with the neighbors going okay what do you know you know um this giant ladder truck fire truck pulls up right outside the park and these like five firemen come marching out and coming towards us and i'm like oh my god we're gonna get evacuated and it turned out that they needed um one of the residents here had a medical emergency and that's what they were responding to and i guess it it was fine but it was really scary sunday night and you know power didn't come back on we're looking at social media or sean's looking at on his phone because that was working obviously and we're not getting any information from really anybody out here so i figured all right i needed to get a ton of writing done that night 
there was no way it was going to happen because I need the internet for research, you know? Mm-hmm. No way that's going to happen. So I'm going, okay, forget it. I'm just going to go to sleep. I'll get up early. I'll try to, you know, work it into that. So as, as I'm falling asleep, the power goes on around 1.45, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work so well for me. And, uh, okay, you know, whatever. So I slept and have been playing catch up since then, trying to get all my work done with the hours I would have taken, you know, to, to finish it, um, which obviously meant I couldn't play D3 at all during this time frame. Um, so that was no fun, <laughs> you know, that was really no fun at all. So that was the uh, Sunday, the 23rd, 24th. We had a plane crash not far from us. Um, yeah. It wasn't like next door or anything, but San Luis Obispo has an airport. It's a small airport. We usually get on a plane and end up at LAX and then take a bigger plane somewhere, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's small, you know, it's not, it's a functioning airport, you know, but it's, it's not like LAX or, you know, O'Hare or anything like that. And what we know now is, um, well, what happened from my perspective was, okay, power's back on, I'm awake, I'm writing frantically, power starts dimming again, you know, Monday. Uh, the 24th, and I'm like, oh god, we're gonna lose power again, shut off the computers. Um, I think before I even went to shut off the computers, I think it went out for like a second, and then it came back on. And then we started getting reports that a plane had crashed. And we didn't know where exactly, or how far, and then we start hearing, okay, well, it's somewhere near the airport, which, I'm not right next to the airport, but I'm not incredibly far. I mean, slow is not that big, you know, to be that far away. A uh, plane took off from the airport, we now know, hit uh, a building. We thought it hit a building for the longest, you know, for a while it was like, okay, it hit a building. Um, they figured the pilot was dead. It later confirmed he was, you know, that's what occurred. But we thought it hit a building that just so happened to carry biochemical, you know, stuff. <laughs> um, so we were going, oh my god, we're going to get evacuated. And we're like looking at all the uh, news reports trying to figure out what's going on. Because we had power still. That came back on. Um... And we know that the uh, building that held the biochemical stuff got evacuated, so now we're going, oh my god, what the hell is happening here, you know? It turned out the plane hit a FedEx truck that was parked next to the building first. <laughs> it hit the FedEx truck, driver had parked the truck, got out to make a delivery, plane hit the truck after that. <laughs> so the driver was wow. not in the truck, he was fine. Um, oh, man. And, oh, man. and that's what stopped the plane from hitting the building with all the biochemicals in it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we didn't end up getting, you know, evacuated. Um, oh, but man. Now, if, yeah. if that FedEx driver worked for um, my company, I'm sure that accident would have been deemed uh, avoidable because you could have parked somewhere else. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but that's what happened. So that was Monday, okay? Um, so I got very little work done. You're not going to believe this. I had all this stuff. My truck was hit by a plane. What? Did you do? Oh, well, there, it was, there's photos in the newspaper. I, I mean, there was like ambulance, there was like an ambulance, fire truck, police, everybody, you know, it'd be pretty hard for him to fake that, you know? There's <laughs> a lot of evidence there. Oh, man, that um, would be a fun So that was Monday. Yeah, and then the rest of the week I've spent just trying to catch up on the stuff that I was hoping to get done while all this chaos was going on. And at the same time, um, there's been a lot of legislation and or uh, court rulings I've been paying attention to. So I've had a crazy week. You know, so I'm like writing frantically, checking news, writing frantically, checking news, you know, like, yeah, for days and uh, no time to play, but I'm alive and, you know, we're having a heat wave now and I can't think straight. It's great. That's how I am. Yep. Well, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, we could have got evacuated. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I don't even know how to follow that up. So um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Um, no planes crashed near me. Uh, power pl- nuclear power plant did not. You know, there there's an old uh, decommissioned one somewhat close to me. Um, but oh oh wait, Diablo. Um, re- remember how last episode I said, oh yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna totally focus on my softcore wizard and gonna, you know, really try to get up to Paragon 100. Yeah, well, um, I think I think that was the plan up until the last dead and waiting, uh, episode eight, which should be out later this week. Which you know, with the time lapse, time wibbly wobbly time shifted yeah. medium yeah. uh will be you know probably um later this week while i'm at disneyland but uh i i think i got my wizard up to paragon 75 yeah no i know that's where i left her off at and then i started playing my hardcore wizard or my yeah my hardcore wizard and i got her through all the way through normal i completed um normal i think at monster power one just because I, I don't know why. I, I guess I just wanted to be careful. And uh, she's now a nightmare at level 32. And then I proceeded to play my hardcore barbarian who was born on the um, that that night that happened, you know, back on, during the middle of May when we may or may not have done, a, you know, a special gaming night that still has not been edited. <laughs> but I got Newt all the way through normal as well. And she's also level 32. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. So, uh, Lantonio, what have you been up to? Well, I, I, I know exactly what I was going to say, but you remind me of that uh, not being edited episode. What, oh, what's, you what's, see, what's I, the, the, the point was the to gloss over that, <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what we, the, we were just going to fly problem? right by that. We might as well just skip it, right? Yeah. I mean, we did one for Dead and Waiting the night before anyway. That, that, that one cooler guy actually got done editing his version mm, mm-hmm. so okay well right. all right <laughs> okay. so brazier what Let's have you been that. up to <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm sorry <laughs> brazier's sleeping too <laughs> yeah uh, oh i must have killed another hardcore character with that oh okay well, Antonio, <laughs> okay. tell us what you've been up to for reals all right so anyway i got all my uh, characters to level 16 hardcore finally mm-hmm. so i got the achievement for congratulations I I by the way had it Yep, thank you. Two of every class to 60, including one of every hardcore, one of every softcore. I'm surprised um, you didn't immediately kamikaze that wizard. Well, you know, I didn't immediately kamikaze that one, but maybe a different one I'll tell you about in a second. <laughs> Although, I did get to level 59. I had one bar left with the wizard, and I, I went down to about, I don't know, 2% health left. Oh. I uh, I was really cocky. I had like eighty thousand health, and I was like, "Yeah, it's ain't nothing." You know, I got one life left, or um, one bar left. I was being helped by Cyberwolf and uh, Chris, getting a little power leveling. And uh, like always, fallen Max come out of nowhere. Three of them hit me. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm in the red." <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the diamond skin, and luckily I was able to think straight enough to wormhole out and get away and health back up. But like after that happened, I was like shaking and so nervous that I didn't want to. I didn't even want to play anymore. But we had like you know one level left, so I'm like let's just get out of here. We'll go do act our level three keep steps level three for the rest of it. Cause I'm not even, I don't even want to be around Fallen's anymore. It's just it's too much for me. Cause if I was to die, if I would have died there, I'd have been so mad. 
and I've never been happy to have had so much fit stacked that you know because that, that obviously saved my life I had like I said between 75 and 80k oh everything goodness. was it was yeah but it only had like 200 DPS so it was everything was a bit but that was pretty cool got that done and I decided to play a little of my barb so I got him to Paragon Alert uh, 37 and I almost had an error 37 happen to me because and this is my own error 37 it's thought I'd call it that since that's what my Paragon level was but I decided I was playing MP10 helping someone in hell and I wasn't paying attention and I hit start game and I happened to be on MP10 Inferno and I went <laughs> I went uh -oh. into the festering woods and I mean I'm really glad it wasn't one of those times where you go in there and there's like a champion pack right there can one shot smack you you know right but there was like one skeleton there and I'm I'm sitting here hitting him at random. I'm like, what the hell? He's not died. He hits me. I literally drop half life. Like, one hit. Oh. In the white. I was like, what is going on? Hits me again. And I'm like, alright, now I'm scared. So I back out. I'm, I'm looking all over trying to figure out what's going on. And I look up. I'm like, I'm on MP10. That could have been bad. That could have been really bad. So that was my excitement in hardcore. But after that, I wasn't really in the mood to play. So, I decided I was going to take one of Nevik's little challenges up. You know, he did say something about, you know, somebody... I, I dare anyone to survive three champion packs in the hardcore and being self-found. And if I don't do it, I guess I'd never know if I could. So I decided in to do the self-found character. In Act 2 Inferno, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Act 2 Inferno. I'll, hmm. I'll get there eventually. But I decided to do it, and... I started a character and about three minutes in, like I said, I put I was already ready to put the Hellfire Ring on, but I figured out a way to make myself honest. I have started a Twitch uh, TV channel. I got Open Broadcaster set up, figured out NinePad helped me out with that, and it's pretty cool. I like I like streaming. I got uh, got it set up with YouTube so I can record myself, keep myself honest, and everybody can watch. Um, Twitch TV at Lantonio if you want to watch me or find me on YouTube with Lantonio as the username. But I'll be doing that a lot. I already have a couple hours worth in right now. But when I started The Wizard, I was playing MP10 right away. And I think it was what, last night, I think. And uh, Never was on and stuff. And I was really rushing it. So I was like, yeah, this is easy, you know. Uh, we beat Skeleton King with just a weapon. Of course, that was with four people and not Wizards, by the way. But I made it to the Weeping Hollow, and a couple of them scavengers came out, and I was done. Like, I made it to level 7 my first time around. So I was like, alright, I ain't gonna do MP10. <laughs> I, that, that, that wasn't the smart thing to do. Of course, today I start another MP10. <laughs> I start going again. and uh, But this time I got the Weeping Hollow, I went in, I was like, let's see how far I can get this time. And I hadn't even found like any gear even in comparison to as good as I found last time which wasn't very good either so I dropped it from MP10 went back down to MP0 started playing for a while and you can watch the stream if you want to do that but I think I made it to like level 11 before I stopped um, I think I'm right outside of the Arania chamber all the spiders stuff so that's about as far as I am I'll probably play more later and other than that I haven't really found anything um, like special Legendaries or anything in hardcore or nothing like that or haven't really played any softcore either I was gonna play some ubers the other day with Chris, but 
ended up having to get off for a little while. I mean, not not a whole lot new other than like I said, I set up the Switch channel and check it out. Mm -hmm. That's about it. What what did you end up naming your um, solo self found hardcore? Wizard? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I I was sitting there grinding in the book of names, you know. I thought, what could be the best thing? And we, you know, I try to I try to name it towards something that the whole reason of why I was playing self found. <laughs> and you know, I, I had to think of I, I thought of Nevik, but you know, I didn't want to do like Nevik, obviously, because you know, who wants that name? But right. I decided to make it not Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I'm on not Nancy two right now, so <laughs> so my name's not Nancy two right now. So we'll see how far that gets. Maybe I'll be like not Nancy five by the time we get to the end. Well, not not if you're careful. Yeah, well, I'm going to stay on MP0 now, and then when I grind, if I can go back, if I'm good enough, do MP10, see where I can grind on MP10 to get through. So I haven't done this yet. You've obviously got more experience, so you'll probably get to Inferno and beat it before I will, but we'll see. I have a little more time than you, though, usually, so yeah, maybe that'll it, work in my true. favor as well. Yeah. But you're also more patient than me, obviously. That's why you started it to begin with, but I, I was actually talking with Chris, you know, and me and Chris have kind of decided that, you know, you know, this time your your hardcore cell phone kind of got through normal pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't, I don't really see a stream by Nevik, you know. No no proof. Oh. Thinking maybe a little bit of little bit of shenanigans. A little bit of shenanigans. So we might have to set you up with Open Broadcaster so we can see what you're doing. I, you know I, mean? I can do that. I suppose. <laughs> I, I've been wanting I mean, to get it set up, but... You know, Nevik, I believe you. Just my Tommy gun don't, you know? Yeah, and obviously Chris <laughs> somehow has decided to take up a personal vendetta because... Um, I, and I don't even know why! I mean... Oh, I don't worry. It wasn't it wasn't Chris bringing it up. Oh, when I okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, so don't get mad you, at Chris. You just decided to, <laughs> to bring pull his name in so, so that it might deflect some of it to him. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see how it is. Maybe a little. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> well, I, I guess I guess that wouldn't be the first listener that you've ever, um, you know, rubbed the wrong way. No, no, of course not. But S listeners love me. Yeah. So Even if I do rub them the wrong way, they still love me again. <laughs> so, Brazio, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, obviously Brazio, not as wait, exciting Brazio. of a time as Antonio. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a heck of a time, you know. <laughs> But I did want to jump on that stream to watch you, just that uh, I kind of had a few things on my honeydew list, and now that we finally have our bathroom back. <laughs> uh, in the middle of um, emergency trips to the uh, hospital... Oh, you know what? Had... Yeah. I, yeah. I, I completely glossed over the fact that last episode you weren't here with us, so may maybe I should have you um, tell our listeners, although they probably heard well they will hear also in uh, dead and waiting eight as to what happened but um this will be out before then so <laughs> what do you mean this will be out i've had it edited for like three days get snapping come on no come the, on, you see the show the show will be out <laughs> episode 43 will be out before dead and waiting eight it's just we we do it every other sh you know we, we do regular episode then dead and waiting that's how it works Oh yeah. Yeah. What? When does? Mm -hmm. Where does the uh, anniversary special work into that? Oh, we're we're going back to that <laughs> now, are we? We're gonna get that at the second anniversary. Don't worry. <laughs> we... I had to. <laughs> and oh well, 
Okay, Bra Brazier, before you go into telling, regaling us, <laughs> I, I, I guess I should mention, because I failed to mention it in the last episode, that uh, Lantonio has been with the show officially for over a year now, and I completely forgot about it in the last episode. It's just because he didn't want to mention me. He doesn't care. Yeah, that's right. Aww. I don't care about people doctors. <laughs> As soon as the so show one got year, over, that's magically awesome. Remembered. Yeah, that was fun. It's been a long. It doesn't feel like a year. It's been fun. I'm glad that you guys picked me up for the show. It was really awesome. Uh, me too. Well, good things have come. Can't out imagine of it. it without you. You know, it's, we need <laughs> everybody. Yeah. So, Brasia, you had a medical scare. It wasn't your own, but. Oh no, no, it definitely wasn't my own. No, it was my little guy, a six-year-old. Um, we just, you know. I mean, most people will be like, oh, well, it doesn't seem like that much. But for us, it was, because, I mean, um, it, we thought it was a stomach flu. Right. We kind of had that earlier in the year, just throwing up, doing all things like that. Uh, so I stayed with, up with him all weekend, because the poor little guy couldn't sleep at all. And he, like, he, the only way he could get comfortable was to sit up, and he'd nod off for, like, ten minutes, and then he'd wake up. Oh, And then he'd be in pain again. So it was just kind of like, yeah, neither one of us got any sleep. So Friday, well, not Friday, on Father's Day, we just went out, had some dinner, but... Uh, he didn't eat anything, and this is a kid that eats everything. Oh no, that's and, not a good like, sign. And he just sat there, he didn't say anything, didn't complain, didn't say he was in pain, and nothing. You know, he was just very somber and, and just sitting there, and, you know, and just being happy that he's with us. You know? And I was like, wow, okay, that's really... Because he talks all the time, too, and this time he wasn't. And so we're like, okay, we'll check in, you know. We came back home, um, both him and I nodded off for a little bit. And then my wife comes in and says, hey, you might want to take him to the emergency room. He's complaining of pain on the side now, which he didn't complain about all weekend. He was just saying his stomach hurts, like he was, you know, upset stomach. Mm -hmm. So we go to go in, find out we have to wait, of course, until like 11 o'clock at night. So he's there trying to get some sleep. They're doing what they can, thinking that it's just like a stomach flu. What it ends up coming out, like um, they do the ultrasound and they have this picture uh, of like one angle and it's just like all of a sudden the whole thing turned red and blue and then the uh, technician said you know I need to go talk to the head of the radiology department for a minute about this and then we'll come right back oh, she wow. did and then we went back basically he had um, he had appendicitis which you know if you catch it really early it's not bad but it's something that changed that I guess um, once you get it it happened very rapidly and he when the doctor went in to this surgery and everything, he was uh, it was very large. It was ready pretty much less than a day from bursting. In which and case, then it's rupturing. way more dangerous. Oh, yes. And he said, you know, they, they were kind of cautious because when they did pull it out with the surgery, um, I guess some of the material got through out anyway. So, because, I mean, there wasn't much they could do with it at that point. Mm -hmm. So, um, he did it. But, I mean, the kid was amazing in the hospital. He'd sit there, and the nurse was like, oh, I'm going to put the IV into your arm so that, you know, like the needle in there so do the IV. He goes, might pinch, might hurt, so you might want to look at Dad. So he looks over at me, and he's like, hmm. And then he looks back and goes, okay, go ahead, put it in. And the guy puts it in and goes, I thought you said it was supposed to hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, wow. it's, it's hilarious. And I'm sitting there going, you know, like, one side, one part of me going, oh, my God, this kid is just amazing. And the other part of me going, please fix him, make him feel better. You know, it's just a panic thing as a, as a parent. Yeah. But, um... Uh, he was just great through the whole thing because the doctor would explain what was going to happen. And he was sitting there, and all he said was, okay, if we do this, will it make me feel better? And the doc the surgeon looked at him and said, if it goes well, it should make you feel just fine. He goes, 
Okay, let's do this so I can go home and, and hang out with Dad and Peter. <laughs> wow. wow. That's an amazing kid right there. Oh, he is. He's such a trooper through all of it. And, you know, that, the whole week after that was just kind of we're having to give him extra antibiotics because of the extra material that came through. And he's had no infection, nothing. He's looking good. He's feeling good, knock on wood. Um, he's been running around this weekend with his brother. It's like, I can't believe it's almost been two weeks now. But um, he's doing much better, and, uh, and we're all doing better. We've, we finally got some sleep around here. But at the same time, we also didn't have a bathroom because it was being remodeled, and they had as much plumbing problems as my son did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, a little extra money later and all of that. Uh, we've got it finally. We just got you know, it. It's like over two weeks. Oh, let me just tell you. Just between that and then also having to try to do stuff for work and then all these other things that are going on. Um, I did actually get into play, but a lot of times if you see me playing last week, it really hasn't been me. It's been the little guy because he's been wanting to do pet battles. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you're feeling better. You know, I'm like, I'm going to let you play the pet battles. Go ahead and do that stuff in WoW. I'm like, but, you know, I want to play a little bit too. And he's like, okay. So I'm jumping in playing Diablo a little bit. So this is what I've done for Diablo in the game. I've just been mainly working on my Demon Hunter and my Barbarian a little bit more. My Barbarian has a weapon that's got like 900 DPS. Somebody gave it to one of my characters um, a while ago, and I've just been kind of transferring it to all my softcore characters to help them level up after 44. Well, I went on the auction house and paid more money than I usually do on anything and bought a new 750 DPS uh, hand crossbow. Mm -hmm. And I'm using that along with um, a legendary quiver called the Holy Point Shot, which I actually found which was kind of neat because I'm like that's the first time I found something that was really useful for my own character without having to buy something which is kind of neat so I like that yeah it's the best feeling oh no it's awesome and both of them are around level 40 um, 41 for the cross for the uh, quiver and I think 44 for the crossbow and now I've been using those and boy I've just like nothing even gets within 20 yards of me so I'm using that uh, demon hunter ability where it boosts up your a damage if you if it's 20 yards away from you. Mm, mm -hmm. So I have like 50 points shy of 14,000 damage on my 47 Demon Hunter. <laughs> to me, that's crazy. Yeah, you're just a uh, hot knife through butter at that point. No kidding. Even at MP10, there's like nothing just gets near me. Um, so I'm flying through the levels now with that, having fun. And my Baron Baron is uh, hanging around at 45. And uh, I had every intention to get into some more hardcore, but as I mentioned, like when I am actually playing, it's usually later at night when everybody else has gone to bed because school finally got out. Yay! Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there tired. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'd rather do either do something softcore or just something else. Um, because if I do a hardcore, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to wake up and some little goblin that's like got two hit points would have killed me. Oh, and then yes. uh, I'm like, oh, there I go, spoiling more of my fruit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a great phrase. <laughs> yeah. So I decided that... um. I'm also debating whether I want to actually get a PS3. We have an Xbox, but it had the Ring of Death like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I was actually, the guys who were fixing the bathroom, one of them loves playing games, and he was telling me about the, the whole, you know, you can go and fix it. Uh, there's like, I guess, YouTube videos about how to do that and stuff, but I'm like, I haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, me fix that. Come on, I can't even stay awake to keep a hardcore yeah, player There's really dying. easy ways to fix the Red Ring, but most times just they're just semi-permanent and they come back and then it gets worse every time you fix it because it's basically 
like melting something internally and then it works again for a little while until it melts again then it's it's eventually going to be just shot there's nothing you can really do about it yeah I was thinking of picking up a PS3 but I'm like I don't want to spend a few hundred bucks on a whole system and gain you know all that stuff so I'm well, thinking maybe new, after the PS4 now. comes like, out even new they're cheap now so you can get like used oh, PS3s they? even like I mean GameStop PS3s are even yeah, like a hundred bucks only yeah, but oh, okay. you, you can make the argument, why buy a PS3 when you could just hold off and get a PS4? Exactly. Yeah. If you don't already have one, that is, anyway. And yeah. at, at well, least, you That's know. why I said I'm still debating it. Yeah. I have no idea. I just know that if I get it, I'm going to get four controllers, because all four of us in the house will play this game mm-hmm. together. Because we've done that before. We've had certain different games where, you know, usually they're two-player games, but, you know... Um, Anything we can get four players or more, I mean, we would just, the four of us would just go and play like crazy. That's the only way I'm going to get my wife to play it, because she doesn't want to sit at a computer, but she'll sit in front of a console, the big TV, and play. Yeah. Well, I, I, I might be sensing a very PS4 Christmas for the Brazhev household. Oh, we'll find out. <laughs> this bathroom might have taken a little of that money away. Yeah, but. that's true. If I were you, I'd just get a PS3. It's going to be a lot cheaper. You're going to have the game sooner, and then you won't have to have bad luck in case they have a flop system to begin with. You know, it's going to be expensive, hard to find. Mm-hmm. But, but Antonio, Destiny. Destiny's coming out next year. I'm not telling you I'm not going to get it. I'm just telling you you should get both. <laughs> get a PS3 oh, for now. If, you know, even if you don't use it later on, it can be a Blu-ray 3D player. You know, and or Netflix player too. I mean, that's pretty much all I use mine for lately. So, but uh, you get both. I mean, it's going to be a lot cheaper. You get four controllers and a PS3 plus Diablo, probably two hundred fifty bucks for all of it. And or you're going to spend what? What is the PS4 priced at? Four hundred? Yeah. Is it four hundred? Yeah, controllers are probably going to be a hundred bucks a piece okay. with what they look like. So mm, maybe fifty, sixty dollars. Well, if, if they, the, they haven't announced the DualShock Three is already sixty, yeah. so I'm guessing those will be more expensive. Mm, good so. point. Maybe eighty. Hey, good Christmas gift. <laughs> and who knows what the games are going to cost either? <laughs> Six kind of discount. I think that's. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much been uh, not confirmed, but um, yeah, theorized by industry. Uh, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Like folks like uh, Michael Pachter and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, hopefully it stays around there. It just seems like every time a new system comes out, the games get more expensive, too. But, I mean, which is fine, mm-hmm. as long as they're better. But, we'll see. Yep. Yeah, and I only, um, it's not going to get any slower for me anytime soon, because in about 40 days, we're going to head down and visit Fimless. Well, not really visit Fimless. We'll be in his backyard. So, <laughs> oh. we're going to be going to visit um, Universal Studios. to the obligatory visit Harry Potter world, and uh, oh, I'm sorry. then come back. So, yeah, we're going to give that a try. See how it goes. That should be fun. But then we'll be back, and I'll be flying out to California like less than two months later. I know. So so you're going for Hogwarts? Hogwarts? See, that that's that's how little I think of Harry Potter. <laughs> I can't even pronounce Hogwarts <laughs> proper. Yep. <sighs> we are. We, we were thinking about it when it first came out, but then we are like, no, we'll wait. Let it, let it like the... The PS4 gets the bugs out of it first, and then we'll go visit. Yeah. Well, if if you are a fan of Harry Potter, then I'm I'm sure in 
you've probably read all the books, but if you you know you're driving along, you probably can't read the book while you're driving, or at least that's not advisable. Um, you you can get the audiobooks for the Harry Potter franchise. I, I'm I'm sure they're on Audible. I this is you know just a very spur of the moment thing. So you can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get a free audiobook, and if you so choose to waste it on Harry Potter, then more power to you. But um, you know. <laughs> Along with your uh, free book, you will get a 30-day free membership to Audible, and that membership will give you access to all the specials that they run, as well as the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And if you carry your membership past your 30-day free trial, you'll gain, well, you'll get a new audiobook every month of your choosing. And say you pick something that you didn't like, you can exchange it, no questions asked, within one calendar year of your... I guess you'd consider it a purchase because you're given a token and you use the token to purchase it. So I guess that's how it works. Something like- I'm checking Audible. It says the Harry Potter series isn't available right now. Oh, well, there you go. On you, Audible? You don't have to waste I your- don't know why. Yeah, but it, it's not. So that's good. So you might want to go with Lord of the Rings or something like that instead. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, that that actually makes me happy because why, why would you want to waste your free audiobook on Harry Potter anyways? But anyway, <laughs> the books are not that bad. I used to not like the books because I worked at a bookstore. And it was one of those books where it's like, you wouldn't just get someone who wanted the book. You'd get someone who wanted the book and then to tell you all about it as well. And it's great. The first, like, 500 people that are that excited. And after that, huh. it got a little tiring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I'm sure uh, yeah. if any of our listeners um, work at a, at a bookstore and or know, have a friend who works at a bookstore... I, I'm sure that the same could be said about Game of Thrones. So, mm, different crowd though. Yeah, I guess you know? so. Like back when we did, um, the last book came out, book seven, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the store I worked in did an overnight party, and almost all of the uh, all, all the people working there were dressed in character for the whole night, makeup and all. Well, that's fun. It was fun, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but up to that point, it was like, oh my god, how are we going to pull this off? And then we did, and then we were all tired. Mm. But it was fun, yeah. So, yes, um, e- even though I may have misled our listeners to um, fruitlessly try to listen to Harry Potter, you go to bit.ly slash book to get your free audiobook today. So, we have a bunch of tweeters, and um, Jen, if you start to... You know, if you feel fatigue, you can tag in Lantonio to finish out the rest. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'll do the best I can. <laughs> um, our first one is from Rillandoon, and he wrote this to at Chattered Stone. His uh, first tweet is, Damn it, at Lantonio. I asked very nicely for you to not tell at Nevik uh, that I sound like Dr. Drew. Mad face is mad. And then he put me on the end of that, so I'd see it too. <laughs> yeah, I guess he wanted to make sure that we saw it. No worries. I yeah, told him that. Uh, I'm, I apologize and told me I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold back. I had to. Which is one of those things, you know, you, just, you can't. You can't pass this up. Well, it's fine. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like spontaneously there will start being Dr. Drew drop-ins into the show. Not like Red mm-hmm. Red Wine. Oh, my goodness. 
So moving on, yep. before we get another person, before we get him really mad at us again, um, <laughs> Erlandoon has another tweet. He says, I must say that at Chattered Stone has the most engaging, information-packed, and interactive show notes of any podcast I've ever seen. Bravo. So he does like the show notes. That's good. I, so I'm that's glad good. somebody's mm-hmm. taking a look at it. Yeah. Because show notes are mm, kind of tedious. They, they <laughs> have can to do. Be. They can be, depending on how many links you'd like to throw in there. But hey, it's nice to be appreciated for the show notes, yep. which Nevik does all the time, much better than I was doing. So that's good. Well, you, um, you were just we so have... busy. I, in considering that, you know, yeah, I'm the main host of the show. I figured I should shoulder a little bit more of the burden. So. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I did get very busy with work. But, you know, I come from, like, years of podcasting, and I used to do my own show, so I kind of feel like I have to record it, and I have to edit, and I have to do show notes, and I don't actually have to do all of that myself anymore, and it just took a while to kind of break that, you know? Yeah. Anyway, we have another tweet from Rill and Dune, um, at Shattered Stone. He says, This will be my last tweet to you folks this week, as I'm nearly done with episode 42. When slash how can I buy a show t-shirt? Hmm, that's a good question now, isn't it? You can go to cafepress.com slash shattered soulstone. That's where you can go real. There you go. So anybody else that wants one, that's where you go. You can go ahead and get a shattered stone shirt, shattered soulstone shirt, and, you know, wear it to BlizzCon and say hi. Yep. And, <laughs> That'd be fun. And you know what? Um, while, I was, while I was driving my route uh, today and listening to the... Um, uh, the wonderful edit job that Lantanio did on Dead and Waiting 8, you know, doing the, the Q&A, I guess, Q, Q&A? Q-A on it. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I, I had this moment of clarity, you know, the, uh, the, I, I guess maybe, maybe I was, um, uh, you know, maybe the heat was getting to me, but all of a sudden I had this fantastic idea for a new t-shirt and I'm just going to tease everybody and not actually let you know what it is but it's going to be amazing so there you go so there you but, go but I, I want to know do i get to know post show post show <laughs> okay sweet <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> as long okay. as you get to know you're happy right okay so we have some more tweets here um we've got one from hometown hero zero 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 eight uh, he said, workout complete, now shower time, then some hardcore D3, hashtag dead and waiting. And he tagged at Diablo and at Shattered Stone with that one. And got a response from at Diablo, who said, that sounds like a solid evening to us, with a smiley face. It certainly is. And to follow up with that, hometown hero wrote to at Diablo and at Shattered Stone. He says, well, my main man at Lentonio was running me a 3 MP3... A3? Act 3. Act 3. MP10. Act 3. Yay, dyslexia. Act 3, <laughs> MP3, MP10. and two fallen... MP10. Oh, God. Just <laughs> someone read this. Someone read this one, please. <laughs> I got this one. Well, my main man at... Ten- <laughs> Maybe I can't either. <laughs> my main man at Lantonio was running me an Act 3, MP10, and two fallen maniacs took out level 57... Epine Fulham, I guess. Is his... it, what, Jesse? Epinolifum? <laughs> May his deeds. And I think we what all does that May... mean? Well, that's what it says when you die. It says, uh, May, his de- May your deeds be remembered, or something like that. No, the name. The epi- epi- yeah. oh, uh, Jesse? What is that? Know. I have no idea. But yeah, I was power loving them. And, you know, Jesse. 
Jesse he likes to Jesse. tease. He likes to tease fallen maniacs instead. And let me tell you a little story about this. I was doing. I was power leveling Jesse, and I was power leveling. Um, who was it? Forte. Forte was standing where the right in the middle of where the fallens were coming from. The fallens went around Forte to kill Jesse. <laughs> and I am not joking. Oh they literally went around him. We saw it happen. They, he was like standing at, he was a wizard. They're like, uh, we're going for Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I swear, man, they just jump in and kill Jesse like nothing. He was at level 57. We, I've been power level for like two hours from 45 until whatever. And he just got put in a corner. He ran past. He's like, kill Forte, not me. And they run back. Forte blow him up. Don't even touch Forte. I couldn't believe it. It's almost like, I swear, they go for whatever they think they can kill the easiest. Whichever character, you know. That's what they swore. That's our conspiracy theory. But it was pretty funny. Man, that's terrible. Yeah. Poor Jesse. And... Jach in response to Jesse said, "Based on my recent findings, is that how you pronounce the name of it? Yeah. Is it Jach? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Based on my recent findings, MP10 Infernal Maniacs do 500 to 600k damage pre-reduction. Ouch. And um, what's pre-reduction again? That that means prior to like uh, your armor damage reduction and and uh, your resistances. Oh right. So that shows why they do so much. Yeah. Well, that was that was uh, MP10 Hell though. Just so we know. Yeah. So we're clear." But anyway, then Hometown says in response to that, ouch, 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 that sounds about right. It sounds like death. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's that, pretty it's pretty proper right there. It sounds like death. Yeah, Scanlon, you got to send an email to me for if you're not going to be able to get on Dead and Waiting for a while. I got, I got to hear a story about your death, by the way, seeing so ouch, ouch, ouch is your words. And I'm sure you had a lot of those that day that you died. So. Yeah, I guess we should uh, go ahead and, uh, I mean, again... <laughs> this, this was brought up in Dead and Waiting 8, but uh, Scanline, um, the reason why he may not have as much time or may not be able to hop on the Dead and Waiting Nights is because he has a newborn now. Oh. Hey, congratulations. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And Jen is definitely Jen's roboting, so, <laughs> so Lantonio, can you continue? Yep, I'll take care of it. Let's see which where it was. And, okay, we got one from At Medros. It says, in response to Remgar... Getting back into Diablo 3 at Lignar, Lignar? Remgar, Remgar Seraphis, Seraphis, and Medicakes. Medicakes, yep. I'm sure Brazier knows who those people are. <laughs> yeah, I am sure oh, yep. the At Shadow Soul Stone folks are like hearing that. Um, I think he was talking about someone saying they got back into the game. Yeah, right? it was a conversation between him and uh, was it, I think it was Remgar who's mainly talking, but um, Medros yeah, also. Yeah, Remgar. He's the host of the Torrent Think Tank, uh, WoW podcast, mm-hmm. and you know he was just—I guess he hadn't played in a while—and he started playing it again. He said, "Wow, this is so much more fun than the first time I played it." So it's good to see people starting to return to it. Yeah, yeah, and just imagine when we finally get 109. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. It'll be sometime soon. <laughs> just don't. Hold your breath. Yeah, so I'll finish out the rest of the tweets. Uh, our next tweet comes to us from our very own Lantonio, and he says, Listening to At Shattered Stone first episode again, bringing back fond memories and enjoying it immensely. And were you referring to our very, very first Shattered Soulstone episode? Yeah, I um, thought 
downloaded some of the old episodes because I was messing around looking for something to listen to while I was going to a drive out to that wedding because it was like an hour long drive. Ah. And I, I turned it on and was listening to it. It was, it was really good. I haven't listened to the old ones in a long time. I might listen to a couple more of the older ones too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I've, I should probably do that sometime. You know, just just to brings back memories yeah. and like yeah, it shows like what has changed and you know. Like how you said what you wanted out of the show, and maybe it's pretty close to that, but a little bit different. And you know, we, how we I want to see, hear myself eventually talking about never playing hardcore and not thinking about how <laughs> yes. much I like it. So. <laughs> Wait, no, we, so. we always had the intention of playing hardcore. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So our next tweet comes to us from um, Yix, Yinxi? Yinxi? Yinxi. Yinxi. We're, we're, I'm going to require a pronunciation guide now, from, from now on. Um, so he's Yinks, 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 Think of it like, wow. think of it like Jinx, yeah. you know? Yinks. Yeah, yeah Jinx, there we go. Yinxie. That, that works go. better. Mm-hmm. Yinksy. Listen to Shattered Stone for the first time. Really like the show. Oh, I have so much to learn about Diablo. And then he puts hashtag excited. And I'm... Yay. I'm hashtag excited Yay. because you're hashtag excited. And now we can do hashtag excited together. Okay, that was funnier in my head. Now, um, Yinks. Oh man, I lost it already. Yeah, Yinks, he says, and then I hear at Navic James say the dreaded words buy non equipped on Shattered Stone. And all I have to say is what do you have against buy non equipped? I mean, those Australian podcasters are pretty amazing you know like Wham, Tempest and, and The Witch I'd like to have a binary equip for um, Hellfire Rings instead of just automatic auto count equipped because then you could trade them before you put them on okay well may- maybe I should explain my, my little joke because again that was funnier in my head um, <laughs> binary equip is a wow podcast by three Australians the three mm-hmm. aforementioned people that I just mentioned and um, they still play Diablo on occasion. <laughs> and uh, actually, I, I, I remember uh, sending a tweet to um, all three of them saying, hey, you know, you guys should play some more Diablo 3 sometime. And then uh, Tempest responded and saying, well, you know, I, I still really like Diablo, but, you know, I miss the guild chat. And they have, you know, a really big guild, uh, Pants on Head, over on, um, oh my goodness, what's the server name? It's a Pacific server. Jubithos. Wow, I almost did not remember that. But uh, they, they have that huge guild, and I was like, well, that's what TeamSpeak slash Ventrilo slash Mumbles for, right? And she was like, hmm, interesting point. I was like, yep, there we go. And then our next tweet comes to us from Ekwek Tech Guy. I, I'm sorry, that's ECWC Tech Guy. And this is in response to Yingxi. Wow, I almost tripped over it again. And he says, welcome to the family. And then, of course, Yinksy had to respond. Um, well, actually, this wasn't a response. So this was just a random one-off. At Shattered Stone, told the girlfriend about hardcore characters, and I think she is hooked. She is motivated by the challenge of it. So, wow. Yay. She found a winner. She's <laughs> More awesome. people play. Yeah, Yay. and hardcore. That's, that's even cooler. Exactly. I blame Lantonio's inspiring presence on that. Yep. Like that said, should be like a potion person. or something, and that's that's what we need. We need Blizzard to make 
like some kind of shield or something. Lantonio's inspiring presence, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh-huh. Inspires you to do hardcore. I'm making the 9% yeah. of hardcore players turn into it. Let's say at least 11% now, right? Come on. Well, yes. let's see. Yeah, it could yeah. be it could be a puke doctor offhand. Um, it, it would have to be a legendary, and it would be in the vein of, you know, um, the Horadric hamburger, in which it would not appear as a regular item that you would expect. It would be like a glass of what a whiskey sour. Yeah, that'd probably <laughs> be my favorite. <laughs> I like that. Or some red red wine. Yeah, we should make a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing oh so my. hard. It needs to be like a red red glass for us for the sh- um, what do you call it? In due of the uh, shattered soulstone, they should make it for us. <laughs> that that would be pretty. Oh, what what would they call it though? Hmm. It, Real and Dune is glass of red red wine. The caption would be Real and Dune really hates these glasses. <laughs> 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 no, that's what it would say, like in the uh, in, in yeah the, the flavor like, description. Tag. Yeah, I I have a better idea for a flavor item for Rillandune. It, it could be you know, um, Neil Diamond has a tendency of wearing these really gouty blouse shirts. You know, um, they they could make a piece of armor and you know have it have unique unique um, graphic on it and make it appear as if you're Neil Diamond. You know, just wearing that gouty <laughs> shirt would be amazing. So anyways, before we really digress, <laughs> let's get on to our emails. So our first email comes to us from our good friend, Master Doe. Brejia, would you love to do the honors? It would be my pleasure. So Master Doe writes to us, Dear Soul Stoners, I have received sad news from Sanctuary. I know you'd like to be, uh, I'm sorry, like to be aware. So here is the letter. Dear you, the one you called No Name died. While hunting some of those creatures she was built to kill, she fell on a champion group mastering cold arcane and some kind of magic jail. After 54 levels of training and preying on, she fell. But be sure that I, her sister, will pursue her fight. Now my hatred will keep me going ahead, and my discipline will keep me straight on that way. They will pay for that, I promise. You called her no name. Now you get to call me Vengeance. Yours to death, V. That's awesome. Well, awesome. <laughs> I know, I like that. That's really good. Well, a new assassin is on her way. Her discipline is cold like the cold Vengeance. Her hatred is warm like a warm Vengeance. Now she looks like Vengeance incarnated. Without size. <laughs> but she can do without I don't know. I was gonna say it looks OP. <laughs> I, I think it's a. I think it's a. Face. I think it's like a an emoticon your, or something. Yeah. yeah, it's an emoticon to stick your tongue out. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't mind me. I'm, you know, whatever. You you, you did mention <laughs> that you you had been drinking a little bit. Mm, I might have been slightly drinking, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that says it all. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> um, and Master Doe says, "Love you all, Master Doe, your French friend." Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Now, I I wonder if we'll ever get weapons that look like size again, uh, or you know, if maybe they would bring back an assassin-like character. You know, another melee. That would be cool. But it's really hard to decide 
I mean, the only reason I think the Druids are going to come back so bad is because it's the most out there, not like, there are not a lot of other classes that could be like that. So, but a lot of the other ones, they all have that distinctive little, like, big, like, even Assassin, the Demon Hunter, like, could be the Assassin or the Amazon. And yeah, you got the, the Barb's Barb, obviously. The Witch Doctor is the Necro, even though I want a Necro. So, I mean, the Wizard, Source, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to say what it... I hope they just kind of want them to make a new one of, like, their own. Maybe they can think of something different. Like the... Something original. Like the Archivist. Yeah, there you sure. go. <laughs> like the Bookworm. Any, anything that's not... I want... Just like me and Cyber were talking the other day about what we want in more patches. And so much of the stuff that comes out, it's all Diablo 2 cloning stuff. Which is good, because that was fun stuff, like Ubers and everything. But we need some Diablo 3 exclusive stuff to make us like you know oh this is cool this is just Diablo 3 this isn't Diablo 2 again right so that's what I'm hoping for which I don't have no idea what I want but I want them to think of it that's what they get paid for exactly yeah (laughs) yeah but I really like this from Master Dode I mean in fact he went to a hardcore character trained her up she died and instead of just saying oh well you know he did something poetic with it and at the same time going right back at it again with another yeah he certainly, do. he certainly does love the Demon Hunter. Oh, Demon Hunters great. are fun. They're fun. Keep going with it, Master Doe. That's great. I love how he's got the storyline going with his characters, too. Yeah. Yeah. It carries over from one to the other. Um, <laughs> not that far. <laughs> uh, she's still... I know. I play my barbarian a lot more. Um, <laughs> there's. It just kind of worked out that way. I mean, I intended to play the demon hunter a lot and sean and i rolled characters you know on launch night and i figured oh most of our time would be spent playing together and then our schedules all went weird you know so instead of waiting until okay i'm not going to play until our schedules match i went well i'm going to play something you know anyway um and it ended up being the barbarian and that just was kind of how it worked out i'm having a lot of fun with the barbarian i like it you know (laughs) it's a really fun class too but um I think the next thing I level all the way up will probably be a demon hunter because I do have another little demon hunter that hasn't done much of anything that I could, you know, get onto. But we'll see, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. I just don't like it in Infernal that much, personally. But I haven't been to Infernal at all, so my perspective may be skewed, you know. Yeah, just wait. You're in for a treat. Yeah, it's, it's what I heard <laughs> about Hell too, you know. Hell oh, wasn't well, bad. You were I mean, also I died a little gear, more. Right? Uh, I was given gear that she can't use yet because it's oh, for okay. 60, and she's like, my right. barbarian's like 54 or something. But they did get nerfed a lot, too. Everything, if I remember. Oh, well, yeah, that yeah. I know. Yeah, so. that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, even MP0, you'll probably go in and be like, this ain't too bad. But I don't know, put it like MP3. That's what I think what about was equal to about what it used to be. Yeah, and probably. Maybe not even that. The, the careful thing, and this was brought up uh, by Flux over on Diablo Inc. Gamers, is uh, beware of the 50s. Uh, you know, it's great that you can buy all this level-reduced gear, but for the most part, a lot of players, especially on the soft core side, may get lured into focusing strictly on DPS, and most of the time that can get you through. But by the later part of of Hell, you know, your effective health points won't keep up with the damage that the monsters can do, and you may start dying more and more, especially in, you know, like, later parts of Act 3, and definitely in Act 4. So just one thing to keep in mind I, I'll, I'll include a link to that article in, in our show notes so that Rillandoon can go read it at, at least I know one person looks at, at the show notes so 
Yeah, you don't really realize too, and especially until you play a hardcore mode that like how much EHP you need to do something like how how easily you can die because you just even if you think back like oh I never died in hardcore yeah you probably did you just didn't care because so you didn't weren't thinking about it like I don't really remember dying at all it really until I got to Inferno but I'm sure I died a lot I just didn't care you know yeah. It's a whole different mindset, because I know, like, I'm still playing against Softcore with the Barbarian, and I know, like, okay, if I die, and I get back in there really quick, I can probably, like, attrition this thing down. If I die again, it won't be at full health, you know, when I pop back up, so, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thought, and you can't, I, that will never work in Hardcore, <laughs> you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. It's actually, like I said before, I was watching, I, I listened to some of the old episodes, Navik had said that he wasn't going to touch a demon hunter and, or a witch doctor, so uh, he at least played them, but I guess you kind of stuck with it, because you didn't really like either one of the classes that much, right? Well, I, <laughs> I did hop on my demon hunter um, just this past week. I forgot to include it in my, uh, in my little blurb about what I had been up to. Uh, I, I jumped in with a listener, and I cannot for the life of me remember who I jumped in with. Um, and I jumped in originally with my wizard, and they were doing like, uh, I think they were doing MP2 or maybe MP3. And it was quite obvious that my wizard was way outgeared for the group. I mean, like, I was nobody was doing anything and I realized you know that's probably not fun because I'm killing everything and they're just trying to keep up so that's not cool so I switched over to my demon hunter because my demon hunter you know because he's sword and board his DPS is really low <laughs> so that was a lot more fun a lot more fun actually so should I go ahead with this email from Merlin yes you should Alright, greetings stoners, I snapped the screening of Zarheim the Cuddle Bear while running scared, shouting like a noob, and listening to Antonio and the crew on Mumble the last laugh at me as I ran from the damn Cuddle Bears. <laughs> Cheers, real. <laughs> and he's got a screenshot, and I remember, I think that was like a, a night after Dead and Waiting or something, and he was his first time, first or second time in um, Whimsyshire, and he was talking and telling us how... It was Zarheim, and it was Cuddle Bear, and he was, like, hurting him, but we're telling him, get a screenshot, get a screenshot. He's like, Because <laughs> 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 yeah. so, we wanted a Zarheim screenshot awesome. of a Cuddle Bear at Zarheim, so. Yeah, and, and yeah, I remember that. Just, just to be clear, it wasn't actually Zarheim, comma, Cuddle Bear. It was Zarheim, nomad of the wastelands, and I, I just love the fact that that popped up in Whimsyshire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddle Bear. Yeah. No, no yep. matter the wastelands in Whimsyshire. So Whimsyshire is definitely the wastelands. So I just have to ask a little era. Is Zarhim really a cuddle bear? That's all I want to know. <laughs> I'm sure the Lara would know. Well, Zar Zarheim's not, you know, he's pretty much twig. So I can't imagine he's too cuddly. I'm sure, but I mean, according to this picture, he is a very cute cuddle bear. Oh, that's true. So, our next email comes to us from Chris, otherwise known as CKR Tech. And he, this this is a long email, so um, bear with us, folks. Um, it's not it's not going to be long in that it's going it, to... It's just a lengthy email. There we go. Um, he starts it off with, Greetings, all soul stoners and acid cloud dropping witch doctors. 
as I have briefly st- <laughs> that's clever <laughs> as I, I love have it. briefly stated on Mumble in re- in the recent past I feel that a Diablo 2 style ladder reset in Diablo 3 is a bad idea a ladder reset in Diablo 2 involved a full, a full character population and item migration from the expiring ladder into a base pool or discard pile, and that's in quotes, of Diablo 2 non-ladder characters that continued to function with an item-saturated economy. This new ladder required new characters to be started, and fresh drops or early bird trades were the only means of acquiring items. This restored the rarity of items and effectively rebooted the economy. This was most definitely something that helped the trade economy in Diablo 2 over the long run, or long term. Diablo 2, however, is a very different game from Diablo 3. Here are four key differences between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 that are pertinent to my opinion on the matter. 1. In Diablo 2, character stats and skill point boosts at level up were manually distributed by the player at their convenience and then locked into place. This is quite different from the beginner-friendly system of Diablo 3 that automatically distributes stats based on class and lets you change skills on the fly. When Blizzard released a new patch for Diablo 2, it was quite possible that you started a new ladder character anyway in order to rework your skill distribution after the obligatory nerfs and buffs. 2. Diablo, 2, or Diablo 3 didn't start with a ladder system already in place. 3. There is no auction house in Diablo 2. 4. Diablo 3 started with an official, in quotes, fully endorsed by Blizzard and built into the game Real Money Auction House. With these differences in mind, I do not believe a Diablo 2 style ladder reset would work. The items are essentially the one and only variable that drive Diablo 3. For this reason, the characters alone should be retained, and all debate on what to do should revolve exclusively around items. So how about a, uh, real quick, how about, of course everyone freak out, oh my god. How about an item reset? You don't lose your characters, but all the items get swiped. Uh, well, he actually does, that's one of his possibilities. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let, let, let me just go into it, and if, um, anybody wants to jump in, feel free. And then we'll, you know, we'll just, we'll go, go through his possibilities like that. So one, auction house seasons. A new season would cause all drops from the moment of the reset and prior to not be allowed on the auction house. The same restriction would have to be placed on trading, aside from dropping your items on the ground for unofficial in-game trades or selling items on a website, both require a good deal of trust from parties involved. This should slow down the rate of item saturation on the auction house. This would still leave gems, crafting materials, etc. available as I think it would be too confusing to split raw materials between previous seasons and the current season. Obviously this is more of an item filter of sorts rather than a straight up economical fix-all due to some of the exploits I have already mentioned. Anybody? Well it would clear out everybody's stash really quick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'd do that, you know? Yeah, here's my problem with well, you know, what, I'll I'll just I'll just save all my opinions until the end. Um, so two, his second possibility: robbery. Upon an optional full item reset, keep all of your characters and lose all of your items in gold. This would essentially let you start a new item ladder. It is an extremely clean solution, but I am not a fan. It does create a fun situation of Paragon 100 or not. You won't 
be going back to Inferno until you farm some items for yourself. The big advantage is that you get to keep your character that you spent so much time leveling. The disadvantage is that you are going to lose that ridiculous item that you spent so much time grinding gold or using the auction house to buy. Or worse, that you spent real money to buy. Okay, so like that, that would idea. clean out your stash then. that's That one's more so than the first one. Um, I love that one. I, I it. think it'd be cool. Because <laughs> I know I'm like a pack rat and I just save. Oh, I could use this. My other character could use that. I'm going to save it. I never have any room in my stash ever. And that would totally do it. It does bring up the problem though if someone did spend a bunch of like real money to buy something. Mm -hmm. Can they just say, and it's gone. I mean, how does that work? Yeah. You know? And here's my other issue. Um it would not be an even playing field, you know, at, at the beginning, because that's somewhat of the whole point of the ladder, um, is that everybody starts off on the same page. Now, if you just only took away all the items and gold, what about all those players who have Paragon 100s? They would have an unfair advantage in terms of, you know, they, they, they would have max magic fine, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be strong enough to destroy at least normal, just due to Paragon levels, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, they, like, they would be able yeah. to get probably through Hell to Inferno much faster than somebody who, who you know, is only Paragon oh, I'm 1 sure. or 3. Right. So, that that's that's yeah. my downside that I would yep. add. It's just a cool idea, though. I like it. It's definitely... I'd like to hear all the people like crying it. about their like items it. that they spent all their money on. Instead of farming them, losing it. Because that's the only people that would really bother, I think. People that go spend a grand on their um, buying gold or something like that. That's who's really going to bother. And, and if you just found it, not really that big a deal. That would bring up a huge controversy, though. Because people mm -hmm. would be like, I spent real, real money. I spent all this real world money on this thing. And now it's not in the game. And so how do you handle that? Well, the way you know? well, they were able to do that when they took away your attack speed that people spent real money on. And there's nothing you could do about it because, oh. I mean, that's in the game. Um, what do you call it? In the in the terms of service, they have they they put down that they can change the game at any time mm -hmm. to do whatever they want. And there's nothing you can do about it. So beware of buying anything on real money, because they said they could something that could be worth a hundred dollars. They can change it to make it worth nothing the next day if they so choose. Well, that would solve that then. Yeah, and then, so. like all of my <laughs> all of my stuff in my stash that I'm keeping for I don't know why I just need to have it for some reason would be gone, <laughs> and that would that would be easier. You you know Pakra anymore? That's what Blizzard. I know. Oh, I know. And then that first that first little goblin that comes up, I'm gonna be like, oh, here we go. What's he got? You know. <laughs> Raja, what what's your opinion on this robbery idea? Or well, let's not call it robbery. Let's just call it item wipe. It would be the cleanest solution. I just think that the big problem is we never started with a ladder so you're gonna take something that a lot of players are probably not even used to yeah, yeah you have the hardcore Diablo fans who played in the ladder system back in D2 we also have a ton of people who probably have never played it who picked up Diablo 3 because they heard about Diablo 2 before or they've heard about it from playing other Blizzard games and I think that it's going to be tough because, as I mentioned, they don't have, they didn't start with a ladder system, so it's like bringing in something completely new. And the reason why it is a problem is, you know, what do you do about, exactly, about those people who already spent the money? I mean, are you telling them that 
There you go. Every the, the money you spent on, for it is gone. Don't worry. It doesn't go anywhere. People, you are going to get a lot of people very upset about that. You know, because nobody likes to buy something and have it just taken away from them. Nobody ever likes to do that. So, I mean, if you had it started out with a ladder system, then people would have the upfront expectation, okay, I purchased this gear knowing that it's temporary, like I'm renting it. No, I didn't buy this gear to rent it, I bought this gear to own it. And when, some, when somebody changes the rules like that on you, you don't tend to want to spend your money anymore in that place. And so I think they would turn a lot more players off by doing that. Unless, of course, they grandfathered that in, and which they could do. I mean, they could run a scripting program, figure out who bought them and when they did, and keep those in. But then that would not make it fair for the next people, because they would still have those gears, and people would just go out and buy, spend crazy amounts of money to have it before the ladder resets. So I mean, that's kind of a a win-lose situation, or lose-lose in some way. Yeah. But it is an it is an appealing option because it really does make it you know. I think that's what everybody's gonna. Of course, if that, that something like that'll never happen. But even if it did, of course, everyone's gonna whine because oh, I bought oh, my yeah. item well. But you know what? If you sh if you're gonna spend money like that, I guess you should think about. Hey, this can happen. It's already happened. Maybe it'll happen again. So, am I prepared to lose it? It's just like playing hardcore. Am I prepared to die? And you, I mean, look at Scan. He died at level 48. He started over again. Should he have quit and been like, oh, well, I spent all my hard-earned time in this, and I died. Well, you chose to do that. So if you make that choice, you take that risk. You take that risk and you lose it, too bad. Quit crying. That's what I say. But I'm devil's advocate. I hate whiners. So. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> it's not the same thing, though. If you mm -hmm. purchase it after they do a ladder reset, then you're like, okay, you expect it's going to happen. But right now, there's no talk by Blizzard about doing a ladder reset. No, no. So what I mean is that already. It's is not like in, it's that. in the terms of service, though, that if they so choose, they could do that. So you, yeah. So they, like, when I, if let's say I went and bought a two hundred fifty dollar item at the Real Money Auction House, and they so chose the next day to reset everything, well, too bad. You know, yeah, it sucks. That I lost that money, but. It says right there that they can do that. Be prepared. So, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm agree with you. I know everyone's gonna be all would be all crabby and pouty about it, but I, I don't know. I think since they were dumb enough to spend their money on the game, that they should have have to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if they do it, they're definitely it. gonna go ahead. Oh, sorry about that. Go I was ahead. Say, go if ahead. They, if they are gonna do it, <laughs> <laughs> if they are gonna do it, um, they're gonna give you a lot of notice. They're not gonna just gonna say, okay, tomorrow we're doing a lot of reset. So people are yeah, aware at some point. Notice, but that won't stop people from buying items anyway. I mean, oh, no. people literally bought items on the attack speed, and they said like a month before that they were going to nerf attack speed. And people bought up to the day before. Like, oh, I just spent, I mean, I remember on the forums, I just spent $250 on a 20 attack speed, 1,000 DPS item, and they took it away from me an hour later. Well, too bad. You obviously know how to go on the forums and be and moan so you should know how to go on the forums and look at the nerf that's coming up you know so that's how I see it but I I don't know if this will be like just because the expansion but I have a feeling at least if Blizzard smart even if they don't want to do a ladder reset um, at the expansion make everything a wipe so kind of like at least somewhat of a ladder reset when that comes out maybe with the itemization then it'll be different 
because that'll help a little bit, at least for a little while. So that way the people who are playing classic D3 could do whatever they want to do with all their, you know, thousands of worthless golds and stuff. Or they can get into, put the expansion on, and then that's like its own game. So everything kind of starts new with that, with new characters and everything. Maybe. Maybe not. Anybody? Oh, it could work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you did it with an expansion and you let people know ahead of time, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have this ladder system. This is how it's going to work. Then that would go along with what Braja's saying, with people mm -hmm. would know from that point, if I want to play the expansion, here are the parameters under which I can expect things to go. You know? Right. Which I hope so that's I mean, what happens. That would work just fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think what I was going to say earlier is that anything with digital media, you ha you can't be sure. You know? Like, even outside of games, like, even outside of Blizzard games, like, um, people have played, like, little games through Facebook that have had, like, real-world money transactions and then have the game disappear. Yep. You know? The whole game. Poof. We're not gonna... We're not having this on Facebook anymore. We're not having it out of Facebook. It's just gone. The money you put into that is gone. Yep. You know? the company went belly. And that just disappears. Yep. Right. That's generally what happens as the company dies. But even, like, um... Some ebook readers, I can't remember exactly which one, and I don't want to say something about the wrong company accidentally, but I know that there have been instances where people have purchased audiobooks, not audiobooks, um, ebooks. This is the word I'm looking for. See, I knew I was going to screw things up today. All right, so they bought ebooks legally, you know, and then the whatever company they were buying it through kind of went nope, and it just disappeared. Oh. Like out of their ebook reader, and I can't remember which one it was, so I don't want to pick a company and say it was them and and be wrong. But there was one that was doing that, um, not with a lot of them, you know. And then, you know, if you use an app for, um, I know for a fact that there was a something with the Barnes and Noble Nook recently where they got rid of either an app or access to the Nook through the web or something of that sort. And people who were using all of these things, which I don't use personally, so I. Don't know all the details about exactly how all of them work, but people were saying that now their access to what they compared to what they had before the change was different, and they didn't have access to as many books. Mm -hmm. So I mean, anything digital media where it's not something tangible in your hand, this kind of thing can happen, you know? Yeah, and we're we're seeing it in the console market now too. We're we're shifting to this, where um, technically, you know, this has been mentioned on many other gaming podcasts. That um, you know, just because you own the disc doesn't mean you actually own the game. You only own a license to play that game. You know, it's right, it's just right. like software, mm -hmm. except they haven't had the technology to impose those, uh, you know, those quote-unquote DRM restrictions that you're more accustomed to with you know full software suites on your PC and having to have it verified. Especially, they're moving towards that though. Yeah. They're moving towards that. There was I can't remember which art program it is that used to do. Um, here's the new edition. Everyone buy this. You know, if you've got the old one, pay a little bit less and get the new edition. Now it's all going to be in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. Adobe. You know, doing so that. they are doing it that way. Is it Adobe? Okay, I wasn't sure, but I thought maybe. But that kind of thing. That's like okay, you're not getting software anymore. You know, here's your disc or even anything like yep. that. Nothing's. Like in your computer, like just on its own, accessible. It's through the cloud for that one, you know. So no matter what they decide to do in the long run, anyway, people are gonna cry. I went through six seasons of ladder, seasons of DL, like I think six or seven, I don't know, of D2, and every single time, outroar. Oh, I'm gonna lose everything. Oh, oh my god, this I hate this game. And then they play again, yep. and then they're fine. Mm -hmm. And then six months later, oh, I'm gonna lose everything. I quit. 
It's, it's like, no, you're not. Mm. <laughs> you're gonna play. You're gonna enjoy yourself. You're gonna pretend you hate it. You're gonna love it again in 15 minutes. Yeah. So to that point, um, I, I'm looking at a fact. I don't know how exactly accurate this is, but um, according to this, uh, they show five seasons, and I know for a fact that a new latter season started on May 5th, May 14th of this year. So this obviously this page hasn't been updated, but the first latter season went from October 28th, 2003 until July 8th, 2004. The second season lasted from July 8th. 2004 to August 8, 2005. So that's you know the first season went was a little bit quicker probably because you know there's I think there's a season that was like two years. Well, there, yeah, I remember there was a really long period. Yeah, yeah. season three was August 8, 2005 to June 25, 2007, and then season four was June 25, 2007 to June 17, 2008. So you know latter season more or less you know is on that one year mark. Now, right, and the two-year one, I remember that's they really flipped out because they people pretty much forgot about the ladder being reset yeah. and thought that they were pretty much done resetting ladders, and then all of a sudden it came in, and they're like, no! <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so, th- now, this kind of supports my theory that the itemization definitely will be the expansion feature uh, in that we won't see it as it's uh, as a precursor to the expansion. I mean, we will get a patch that will contain all of the itemization changes, what, regardless if you buy the expansion or not, because that's just the way that it'll have to be done. They can't run two concurrent versions of the same game running on their servers, um, you know, a la, like, World of Warcraft, you know. All, all the expansion stuff for World of, World of Warcraft, even if you don't own any of the expansions, is still there in your game client. Uh, you just don't have access to it, so uh, right, right. So, um, I, I just just the fact that you know, I think they're just going to let things be until that expansion, and then then they're going to introduce ladders. That way, they can reset it. Uh, you know, approximately maybe every year, maybe a little bit longer than that. That's that's plenty ample time for people to you know play. And not only that, but uh, I mean. The, the reason why, and I'm sorry, Chris, we're, we, we may or may not get to the rest of your email, but <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why I like the complete ladder reset idea is because then everybody starts at level one once again. And, you know, it may seem unfair to everybody who's gotten Paragon 100s, but how unfair is it to the everybody else who hasn't done that? And then you start a new ladder season with new itemization and you have an unfair advantage and the economy is almost instantly shot anyways because you know uh it's like what what do you do do you adjust the drop rates for all the items based on this assumption that a small percentage of the player base is going to have 300 you know max max magic find do you do that i mean is that the assumption that you go with i don't think so i I think you have to assume for the lowest common denominator And, and not only that but the the other nice thing is if you get a complete wipe then everybody gets to start fresh and maybe you don't want to and you don't have to you know your character will still be there it just won't be a not it won't be a ladder character you know you mm-hmm. can still go through and play the game and have access if you buy the expansion and whatnot uh oh my god i just said whatnot i hate that word so much i cannot believe i just did that to myself anyways um <laughs> i i like the whole idea because you know 
especially since I've started playing hardcore, lose a character, and, you know, it's not, it's not like, oh, that's it, I'm never going to play hardcore anymore. No, I just start another character, you know? It's like, it's not a big deal. And the nice thing with the ladder reset is everybody's starting a new character. So it's all fresh, and, you know, we'll probably have new character classes with the expansion, and the new itemization will tie into that a lot better, probably. That's probably why we're not going to see itemization until well after BlizzCon, or, well, maybe not well after BlizzCon, but... No news about it until after BlizzCon. I hope they do something with the auction house too once they do that so it doesn't get totally swarmed with crap again immediately. Just like don't allow whites or well unless of course they do something with whites eventually with the mystic or whatever. That, but, that does um, pose a, an interesting question now. Do you segregate the auction house so that those who are on the non-ladder still have the auction house available to them just through all non-ladder character acquisitions you know? I mean, do, it would have to be a separate auction house, just like it is between hardcore and softcore. Yeah, it would have to be. I just wonder if they would actually support it or not. I, I how would that work though? Like once, okay, so you start a new character under the ladder system, you'd still have your old characters that are not ladder. Is that the premise yeah. we're going from? Yes. Okay, so what's the same to as, stop? If it's the same as D two, yeah. Okay, so is there something in place, or could there be something in place that would prevent you from rolling a new character in the ladder system? getting something and then moving it the other way or the only way to move it to non-ladder is when they do a swap like at least with d2 was when they did another ladder ladder swap so if you found something really cool that you wish you could have on non-ladder i guess you can store it away for a year until they do item reset and then you'll get that on non-ladder but you can never bring anything from non-ladder to ladder Yeah, the the way to think about it is um like currently you have softcore and hardcore those two gameplay modes and never shall they intersect except through you know if he you know trades you know trading softcore gold for hardcore gold and this is all done you know obviously outside of the normal means of doing that but um it, it would you would have non-ladder as its own play mode and you'd have ladder as its own play mode and then you'd have hardcore uh, oh my goodness! You, I guess you'd have to have how would hardcore yeah, would it be four yeah, now? Yeah, four you'd different have four parts. Play modes. You'd have yeah. hardcore and non-ladder. Well, then again, you know, you every new ladder reset that happened in Diablo two. So, um, but yeah, that that way you couldn't have any items coming from non-ladder into the ladder season. So that that's how it work. You you would you'd start your new ladder character. You'd be level one. You'd have zero gold in your stash. You'd have to buy all of your stash again if that's the way that they keep or if that's the direction that they go with the expansion. So, Now, how would this work if... Okay, you said that there were several ladder uh, sessions in D2. Mm-hmm. So you do the first one, say a year later they're ready to do another ladder. Okay, so now you have non-ladder, you have ladder, and you have what? New ladder? No. Like <laughs> anything? No. Do they all become non-ladder previous yeah. to Everything that one? Everything becomes or? non-ladder previous, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so. so non-ladder will be there forever. And then whatever season you're on, ladder is ladder, ladder. There isn't like ladder one, ladder two, and then non ladder one, non ladder two. Okay, so it just all becomes non when the new one comes up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. Okay, that work a little better. But still, you'd have four to work with with D3. You'd have two for softcore and two for hardcore. and. Well, that, that's, that's wow. exactly the same as Diablo 2, but. Is it? Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. So, okay. Yeah, except no auction houses, right, exactly. so they didn't have tons and tons of items up on their servers which is why I don't know I think non-ladder should just maybe shut the auction house down for non-ladder well I, I think maybe keep the gold auction house hmm. open but mm. shut down the real oh, money oh yeah this money yeah. 
for sure shut down the money. Yeah. yeah. It, but Brazier did make a really good point. You know, um, this is something that Blizzard would get in front of. You know, it, it wouldn't blindside you unless you're living in, under a rock. Which uh, amazingly, a lot of players, you know, just play the game and they don't ever check news sites. They, you know, they they don't have a whole lot of friends. Maybe um, they they just play the game because they like it. And then all of a sudden, one day they log in and the game's different. You know, it, it happens. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's I, I have this feeling that we won't see a ladder until the expansion, and for good reason. So, um, okay, let's get back to Chris's email because I don't think it'd be fair not great. to finish it. Yeah. So number three, <laughs> I would like to have a third option that just blankets everything under account bound at the time of an item reset. But I still have some concerns similar to my first suggestion. Do you count down old gems, or do you lose all gems not socketed? Do you take away all gold, or do you let players keep gold? And again, I, I think we've already discussed that to you know great length as to the pros and cons of going with similar ideas with that. Yep. Um, it is hard to find a middle ground when it comes to keeping items or losing items, but I think middle ground is what Blizzard should strive to find while also keeping the final process very simple and straightforward. I believe the ultimate goal should be to get as close to an economy reset as possible while also not losing the hard work that was put into all characters and their items. I have plenty of other suggestions, but this email is long enough already. Signed, Chris. And then P.S. Lantonio's evil laugh from episode 42 was absolutely amazing. He likes it. <laughs> uh, that's not how it sounded, but I don't remember, man. Give me a break. I can't do it spur the moment. It's gotta really. I think you did meaning. one earlier have, this episode. Gotta have heart behind it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> gotta, gotta be passionate. <laughs> yeah, I think there's been. I think you've done at least one this episode too. So. Oh yeah, I do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a anything when it comes to me failing, you can expect any. Or me getting my way, you hear it a yeah. lot. Yeah. So. so yeah. Um. Wow, we other people's misery. You know. So, if anybody has any <laughs> questions about ladder um, after that discussion, that, you know, I, I don't know how many questions there could be left, but I'm sure Rillandine can come up with a couple. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Rillandune. Rillandune. <laughs> but um, okay, so there really hasn't been a whole lot of news. <laughs> I mean, there there's a fan site mixer. Um, which we will get more information uh, as of tomorrow. So um, we're, we're not going to go into our opinions on what may or may not have happened at the Fansite Mixer, but needless to say, there should be new information coming out at least this week. May maybe not in terms of um, 109 news, but you know maybe something. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. Um, other than that, I, I have a whole bunch of guides <laughs> in here. Um, this one's useful if if you haven't been let's say you've been playing multiplayer games and that's all you've been doing and you have a follower and you all of a sudden you start playing solo and you're like oh my goodness this follower is useless well uh, this forum user by the name of Ash Tag that's an that's a clever name um, posted a guide about all about the followers you know about um, the magic gold and or maximum gold in magic fine and experience that you can achieve with each one 
So there, there's a lot of useful information there. So I'll include a link to that, as well as the, um, I guess, the time old battle between emeralds and rubies ever since 107. It was 107 when they adjusted ruby damage, right? Or was it 108? Oh my goodness, I can't remember. Hmm. Somebody help me. Don't know. I'm, I don't I'm flailing. Know. I, I'm like in the middle of, of a waiting pool, and I can see the lifeguard, <laughs> oh. and he's just laughing at me. By the way, that lifeguard is Antonio. So. <laughs> um, this, uh, there's... Um, with 108, there's been a shakeup in the most efficient farming runs. So uh, Hunan AK put together uh, a forum thread uh, that detailed the top three farming runs according to his um, information. And then last Zoles, which Dr. Max DPS build compendium, and this is a YouTube video which uh, runs through a bunch of different which Dr. DPS builds that you can try for. MP10, if you want to, you know, puke all over the place. And then, um, now, this is a little, this is interesting, because, um, you know, this may fall under the unfortunate um, namesake, you know, like, when, when you first create your Twitch TV account, and you name yourself Archon the Wizard, and then you start, you know, branching out, and then it's like, oh, okay, Ar the wizard is telling me on or telling me how to fix the Demon Hunter. What does he know about Demon Hunter? Well, actually, Archon does play a Demon Hunter, and it's also unfortunate that he named himself after a wizard ability, but hey. Well, you know, whatever. You could say, if you want to really stretch this out, you could say, well, wizard, you know, they're always, like, studying, right? So yeah, that's true. They're learning more spells. Maybe they just learned all this stuff. There you go. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know... Decker Kane was occasionally mistaken for a wizard because he would do, you know, simple conjurations and stuff like that. And, you know, he had all those books. Yeah, so, okay, there we mm -hmm. go. It's not too far off. Um, and finally, uh, go check out Tadasinke's new Tristam News. We He pretty much comes out with a new edition every week or so. So go check that out if you haven't already. Wow, that's really, that's really fun listening to Gen Robot and Cylon really hardcore. So, you have been listening to episode 43 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you've missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners battle tags page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many of our other listeners. This show is powered by you, the listeners, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. And in case you haven't noticed, after I don't know how many episodes that we've included Twitter, uh, we love Twitter, so come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone, I'm at James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku, Brasia is at the underscore Brasia, and our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. And, of course, we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions. Wow, sorry. I was getting dry mouth there for a second. <laughs> for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm going to go down a gallon of water because it is hot as Fresno still.
don't spoil any fruit. The song you are about to hear is a tribute to the video game Halo. It's called I Victory Crouch You, and it's by the band Synthetic Division. It's from their album, which is called Numb to the Numbers. Enjoy! I
I think victory, victory crowd. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.